All right, you're listening to Apostates on the Fringe, a leftist atheist podcast sponsored by the Atheist Society of Knoxville. We are your hosts, just you and me. <laughs> Welcome to the Sam Show. Welcome. To, is it the Sam Show this week? It's the Sam Show. You're gonna take over? No, Al. This week, Al. Al is not here. This is in a first. First for. Yeah. It's gonna be an interesting show. No, uh, I won't have to edit out all the vaping sounds. Yeah, I'll do it for you. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> just, just remember to periodically do it, like every five minutes, like while I'm talking. It won't distract me uh, at all. This is your last affogato. Yeah, I've had it for a month now. Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, I've just been drinking one because it's pretty high volume. That, that's a ten percent, isn't it? Ten or eleven? I'm so. pretty sure it was pretty high. I thought like it was one of the. It's dark one of the in here. It is dark it. in here. I, I I keep we keep it intentionally dark in here just for Sam because he's like halfway goth. Yeah, halfway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how else to how else to quantify your gothness. Uh, I'm I'm. I'm your punk for sure. <laughs> no, I'm more goth than punk. Are you more goth than punk? <laughs> I'm okay. definitely. Uh, so we keep we keep it dark in here so as not to frighten Sam. <laughs> don't like bright lights. <laughs> I, I don't either. I don't, that's I keep it I keep it this uh, the violet. Um, it's a, it's a nice temperature, especially for even when I'm gaming in here. It's a nice ambient uh, ambient light. I'm still on the uh, bed of nails brown ale uh, from the Highwire Brewing from Asheville. This would be the last time I have this um, for the record because so it's, it's only in a pack of six. It's not high grab. It's like six, maybe six percent. So it's a little higher than most of your beers, but it's it's not too bad. Not a whole lot of funny shit happened this week, Sam. Yeah, we're struggling to find the laughs. Yeah, it's like it's it's almost like we live in a fucking hellscape, and nothing ever gets better and makes us. I mean, I, TikTok makes me laugh every once in a while, but then I go back on the news and I realize that I live in fucking hell. And TikTok has to entertain you for fi- in fifteen second bursts. You know what? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Someone sends me occasionally. Stephanie, for one, she's guilty of this. She'll send me like. Like things that like that she'll find super entertaining, like super interesting, and then like this, they're like this bitch is five minutes long. You know I have ADHD. <laughs> like I can't sit through this. What's wrong with you? I need like where's Vine? Let's bring Vine back because I can hold my attention for six seconds. Or was that how long? Even it was? TikToks are too long these days. It, well, well, they expanded to like even ten minutes. Now there's up to ten minute I have not TikToks. Seen the ten minute ones. I would skip that hundred percent if I, I saw how long. I it was. only use TikTok in one place, and that's the toilet. Yeah. So that's how I get my TikTok in. <laughs> okay. It's the toilet app. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's, it's something I do at least in the afternoon. Sometimes, like especially while I'm waiting for the show, like uh, I got here at five. It is a good turn your brain off time. I think I was hanging out with friends. Like we we had done a bunch of stuff, like gone to the pool and like watched like a. When you said I'd done a bunch of stuff, I expect you to start listing a bunch of drugs or something. No, of course (laughs) not. And we watched some uber violent movies, and we're like, let's just have a thirty minute TikTok break where everyone like just laughs at their phone in their own isolated bubbles for thirty minutes. Isn't that great though? <laughs> it's great. I love doing that. Actually, Stephanie, we will legit just sit there, fucking barely. Like we'll send each other the TikToks we enjoy, but like we'll have like a you know isolated TikTok time where you get to like just turn your brain yeah, off to like, the world. Uh, oh, yeah. Kind of show someone a phone. <clears throat> Speaking of uh, ultra violent movies, is uh, I did watch The Northman. Oh yeah, this that's a great movie. It was, was a, it was a good movie. Uh, it was something I, it, it's, it's one of those, you know, violent, you know, Viking movies that had the imagery, the artistic imagery, um, you know, the volcano shots, you know, in between like the, you didn't really seen that in modern day movies where they had like the artistic yeah. introduction of those like just random shots that were just, you know, like kind of how documentaries do that randomly, those throw like an, a random shot in. And I thought it kind of added to... You this know. this is a very rare movie. I don't think we're going to get another one like it, maybe ever, because it was a $90 million movie. They pumped out the money. All of the villages and every stitch of clothing was made to the specifications of how it was back then. Uh, Roger Eggers is a, an anthropology nerd. All of his movies are like that. All of his movies are very specific, not only tied into the timeline, everything accurate, down to the way they're talking, with the accents at least. Uh, but also down to um, the, the beliefs that they had. And there was a lot of that in this. So if you didn't really know a lot of Norse mythology, anyone that plays video games knows Norse mythology. Oh, yeah, mythology, for sure. So you're fine. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a friend that saw it and didn't know. And another thing is... Um, I like the, the actress. I don't remember her name, but she was in Queen's Gambit. I thought she did Anna fantastic. Anna Taylor-Joy, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was in, she, her, her breakout role was in his first movie. Oh, okay. She was like barely eighteen in that. Movie. So she, so he's like, I like this person. Oh, yeah. keep they they with know her. each other. They want to keep working with okay, each other. Yeah. Apparently, so the movie was actually based on. Well, some people watching the movie may have felt like it was similar to another movie about lions. <laughs> If okay. you felt that, no, you didn't. It's basically the Lion King. I, I didn't. No, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, I get it. You know, the the, the chant. You know, like um, 
They what, what was it? I will avenge. Vulcan. I will avenge my father. I will avenge my mother. I will rescue my mother, and I will kill the Fjolnir yeah. or whatever his name is. Yeah. Well, uh, Lion King is based off of Shakespeare's Hamlet, right? And Shakespeare's Hamlet is based on an original Norse story. So this is the start of that myth. So. It, what kind of in you know art is an Ouroboros, a snake eating its own tail of just like ripping itself off. So we've gone full circle, and now we're retelling this tale that's been retold a thousand times as Hamlet and Lion King and a billion other things. And uh, he told it well, though. He told it. He told it very. Uh, the director did a. I'm, I'm glad you liked it. Uh, no, ho- I enjoyed it. Yeah, it, it, we... it took me. I did tell you it did took me forever to watch it because uh, as I put it on, I remembered that the, that night was the lunar eclipse. Um, totality. Good night to watch it. And so, like, I would stop it every once in a while. I get stopping points and go out and just check it out because it was a, I mean, beautiful, clear night, uh, perfect view of the moon and the and it, during its transition. Yeah, and need, I'm kind of a science nerd, so I like to see that shit. We need to get a movie night where we can watch uh, his second movie, The Lighthouse. The that, Lighthouse, yes, that, that one that is was... hilarious. That's more of a comedy. Oh, is it? Okay. Well, it's it's serious, but it's also a comedy. I also need to show you Ken Russell's The Devils, which is good for atheists because. It is the most banned movie by Catholics because they hate bringing up that it was true. <laughs> of course. So the only light news or anything to make fun oh, of. I, I do want to bring oh. up another movie I saw this weekend because it pertains to current events. So it was. Was uh, it Two Thousand Mules, sir? No, I have not seen that yet. I don't know if we will see that. Apparently, it's playing close to us in uh, Oak Ridge. Well, right? that's what you, Kapoor. No. The Dinesh. thing about all these D- movies around no, here. It was, so it's Dinesh D'Souza uh, is the director of this piece of shit. The only reason he's been making this because fucking uh, Trump pardoned him, so he's not in jail oh, yeah. right now. Um, but uh, like they had it streaming for like thirty dollars, and like no one, I guess they're like, we want to make it more affordable. I.e., not a lot of people were fucking paying to watch it, so they dropped it down to by ten bucks to twenty, which I still think is too high to stream a fucking shitty documentary that's yeah, full of fucking watch once. well you gotta get all your fascist friends over you can have a whole night of it maybe have a sleepover don't have any fascist friends sir <laughs> well you know the fascists <laughs> they have sleepovers they sit on their little pillows and they watch their fascist movie uh no the movie i want to talk about is um uh, it was called happening and so this was uh friday night which was friday the 13th here and I was like, what's the scariest movie that I can see that's in theaters right now? So you're confusing me because you said a happening. Just, it's yeah, not happening. the happening. Yeah, it's just happening. Because the happening was that piece of shit. That's where the trees turn on us. Yeah, that was the piece of shit. Um, M. Night Shyamalan, M. Night Shyamalan with Marky Mark in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two great uh, auteurs of our time. <laughs> Have you seen that? Speaking of Marky Mark, did you see that his last movie came out with his uh, Catholic propaganda? It's about the boxer that becomes a priest, and he. It's like um, Mel Gibson produced it. The, the, the last Marky Mark I tried to watch was Uncharted. Well, you shouldn't try to watch this, but <laughs> it's the last one. It came out like around Easter. Okay. Uh, so, so the thing about the city we live in is uh, uh, Regal does get a lot of the Christian propaganda movies, even the God's Not Dead movies oh, that, sure. that we saw. They come here. They got the Samson movie. They get they get a lot of the Christian propaganda movies at a Regal Pinnacle. And the thing is that they sell their tickets, like you said, that. Um, that, that, is that the event thing? Yeah. Well, yeah. They, the churches have events, and they take their whole congregation, so they can sell out a theater just with a couple of uh, fascist churches around here making everyone pay to go see some piece of shit. I remember seeing the passion that way with the, with the church back in the college. I, I, my teacher in I high wasn't even school, part of the church. I just went <laughs> with them to go see it. My teacher in high school probably crossed some lines and gave us extra credit. A, a history teacher gave me extra credit. Okay. Uh, no, it was psychology. It was a psychology teacher. But I liked that teacher, and I wanted to see the movie anyway, so I was fine with it. Like, I, I would have seen it one way or the other. So, Happening. What, what's the plot so, of so Happening? So, it's the scariest movie I could see on uh, Friday the 13th, and it's about a young girl, and she's got this big problem. She's pregnant. Oh, no. And she's in 1960s France. Oh. Where abortion Before was, they started burning things to change it, the laws. Yeah, it was where abortion was legal. So Illegal, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, before abortion was legal. Um, so yeah, that, the, the movie was pretty horrifying because it is reality here pretty soon, pretty soon we're going to be living in this. And, uh, it kind of stuck with the main character and it's a true story too. It's based on a story written by the author. Uh, so it's about her going to school to 
get into literature and how she wouldn't have been able to do that. Like there was a line in the movie that I really liked where uh, her teacher notices her grades dropping, but she's too scared to say anything. And she's like, oh, no, I, I'm sick. I have the illness that turns students into housewives okay. <laughs> that only affects women. So she has to go through all these hoops to try to get an abortion to happen. And uh, there's a lot of things that uh, I hadn't really thought about that are going to happen here in America if Roe v. Wade gets turned over. So one of the big things that I, I – I knew it was about controlling women, but it's also about attacking women's sexuality, taking away their sexual agency. So in the movie, the women in it are very scared to have sex. You know, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sex something that they can't do as liberally. Have to be more careful about. So the women in the movie were really prudish because they had to. You know, it's France, and there's a lot of really uh, casual pubic hair in the movie. Did you the see- French do not care about nudity. <laughs> they really don't. They really don't. But <laughs> did you see that? Um, <laughs> speaking of like, it's coming here. Did you see that? Uh, it was a. It was circulated on Facebook. It was, uh, I think, a tender message. And you know how men are on tender. He's like, you want to get cream pie? And she's like, in this abortion economy, yeah, in this economy, <laughs> in this abortion economy. <laughs> yeah, that's where we're getting at. Uh, but yeah, she, uh, you know, she went. Uh, she went to a doctor and was like, oh, I need help. And he's like, here, take these shots. And it, the doctor lied to her and gave her stuff that would strengthen the fetus. Oh, and, no. Jesus. Yeah. So, so you know, she, it showed her going to doctors and doctors being like, get the fuck out of here. Don't even say that around here. I can get arrested. She couldn't even come out to her friends because uh, the way these laws are, the way the laws are going to be here, uh, that even if people knew about it, it implicates them. So she couldn't even tell her friends about it. She couldn't get help from friends. And uh, she went through several methods that were very painful. I don't have a cervix, but apparently it was cringy. Uh, not spoiler spoilers. The climax of the movie, she drops it in the toilet, and then it shows the umbilical cord. Oh, wow! <laughs> uh, does, does she flush the toilet? No, I was because like, I wanted to see the they, umbilical cord she spin had to go around. To the, she had to go to the hospital, and I'm like, are they just going to leave that there? In their dorm. In my head, it would have been funny. Like, I know it's like a, I know it's a dark movie, but just to see the umbilical cord like spinning around, like around the edge of the <laughs> toilet seat as the fetus spins around. Well, one toilet. of the things that they said, and like I said, this is likely to happen here, is they said early in the movie, they said like, you know, if you try to induce a miscarriage or try to get the abortion, and you have to go to the hospital, you just have a dice roll over what doctor it is and how they're feeling. And it's all up to the doctor to make the call, like miscarriage or abortion. You know, not every doctor shares... uh, Not every doctor is not a fucking fascist, fourth birth fascist. So some of them, some of them, you know, give a pass to things that are obviously that. You know, so I think th- the next step, especially in places like Texas, will be to start criminalizing like self-induced abortion. Yeah, or, yeah sorry, they're definitely uh, going to do sorry, that. Yeah, miscarriages. Yeah, that's that's definitely what they're going to do. That's what they're doing here. And so this movie was a look into the past and maybe our present. So it was the most horrifying thing I could find to watch. It uh, there was there's another movie for viewers that I that was came out a couple years ago that I thought was really great about abortion rights called Never Rarely, Sometimes Always, which is the little bubbles that you fill in on all the sheets they make you do. Oh, right, but, right. but it was about a teenager who wanted an abortion, so she had to find a way to get to New York from her state with a friend and just like the trip that she had to do, the perilous trip she had to do to get an abortion and be up there for that amount of time. So that's what it'll, that's what it'll be like here in like June or July. Yeah, in all these states that as soon as well, that was, that's already can... true. That movie was uh, that that is a state where she wouldn't have been able to get. Oh, okay. Like, so well, that movie yeah. is already a reality, but it just shows how shitty we treat women that are in these positions and how little people actually give a shit about them. Well, we were supposed to open with a light subject, Sam. Uh, well, we didn't get in that. Uh, there was a cool eclipse this weekend, like you said. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Well, uh, in great news, though, let's talk about some of the primaries that happened this uh, that happened that came down this week. And the the best one is that Madison Cawthorn of North Carolina lost his primary. So. Mm-hmm. You know, he will, his dumb ass won't be gracing. He's going to start his own Senate, I think, with uh, okay. orgies and cocaine. <laughs> you know, he's been in a lot of trouble. I mean, we, we never got a chance to cover it because it came on the cusp of, like, all this horrendous news and shit, especially with the, the leak of the, the draft opinion. But he's been in news a fucking lot with 
this weird dry humping naked thing with his cousin constantly getting you know pulled over he uh, twice i think or at least once i know he was arrested he loaded a handgun at the airport like this guy is just a train wreck of, of well, a human I'm glad being north carolina a- rejected him for now at least well they we'll see who they put in place over him it could be just a smarter more dangerous person yeah. than just a complete dumb waste of a human piece a human piece of garbage that cawthorn was but unfortunately Trump's endorsement has been proven pretty strong in a lot of states. And some states have rejected the candidates that Trump has endorsed because they're too extreme and too radical. I know one of the governors in Pennsylvania that Trump endorsed, like they think that they'll lose to the Democratic governor candidate, which, I mean, is good and fine because this guy is a garbage human being. But he also endorsed Dr. fucking Oz. Yeah, thanks, Oprah. I'm just going to remind everyone that he is Oprah's doing. He is Oprah's doing, and now, because of Trump's endorsement, he propelled him into the spotlight. I mean, you know, he already had celebrity status, and for whatever reason, I mean, Glenn Jacobs, fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger, celebrities come in, and they're like, oh, I'll vote for them, despite them having no relevance in Yeah, whatever. America's just writes its own jokes. It is just weird. But so he's, he's narrowly winning against his, uh, against his, his opponent in the primary by, like, 1,200 votes. I know there's still some absentee and mail-in votes that had to come in but it's you know it's within the five percent point five percent margin to force a recount but trump already came out on truth social ironically enough so and you saw it i did see it um just because i, I so i saw the news article but i wanted to actually see the tweet to see if there's mm-hmm. anything else with it no it was just that he's like dr oz should uh declare victory it will make you know counting the the votes harder, or some, or, or I guess cheating harder. He thinks the so he thinks the GOP is now complicit in cheating in their own primary. Trump's like, here, let me tell you about cheating. I know all about it. <laughs> this is what you do. Yeah. So like he's already like he's trying to instill like all the people that he's endorsed are especially governors because the governors can elect the um, the Secretary of State, which oversees the elections in those those swing states that you know refuse to that actually certified it for Biden. So now they're trying to put governors that would put um, secretaries of state that would, you know, have a oversight uh, or would oversee those elections and be like, no, we're not going to accept these election results for this person. So they're, they're literally on their game path of, I said, this is a funny story, but now it's kind of dark because they're enacting a plan to shape 2024 and forward into overturning democracy by instilling those who are willing and able Oh, yeah, we got a reprieve, but the next one's going to be worse, and everything's just going to become very dark. It's just that, you know, he's he's and, and he's already getting kind of flack. Even uh, Trump, sorry, is getting kind of pushback because he's already, you know, on that rhetoric, you know, already. And this is a GOP primary that he's pushing this false narrative of they're already cheating. And I thought the cheating was the Democrats thing for him. Everybody's and, cheating. That When he's not winning, everyone's cheating. That's, I think I think legit in his mind, he believes that. I really think that if, he, obviously, he thinks he's so magically wonderful and He powerful. sounds like the worst person you played with on the playground. Yeah, he really, you, you, you know this bitch. Nuh-uh. You know he cheats at golf. You know he cheats at golf every time he plays. But you know, he if his candidate, he thinks he's so narcissistic that he thinks if his candidate, he is such a loved, beloved man that if he and whoever he endorses, if they don't win, then there's obviously cheating going on. That's literally in this guy's mind. And, you know, so he's shaping these next elections, trying to, to tip in the 2024 favor, but he's not doing the GOP any favors. I mean, these the candidates yeah. they put in are, you know, these are yes men. These are f- right wing MAGA Turning the GOP into just more Trump, more more Trump heads. Yeah, I mean, I've seen a lot of people, a lot of leftists, even even here, they've been saying Democrats are the same as Republicans, but you still got to fucking vote for them. People don't stop voting. And I said it last time. The only thing there are a few things that Democrats are the same as Republicans, and that being capitalism. But look at which side is wanting to you know make you less of, less of a human and no rights. I mean, they're not going to do anything drastic to stop it, but they're not going to vote for it. Speaking of not doing anything to stop it, let me bitch about this weekend, Sam. You were busy this weekend doing some shit with friends or doing some other things. Oh, convention stuff. Convention stuff. So, Al, um, Al who's not here, who couldn't make it. Al and I and Stephanie, we went down to the... I guess there were a lot of organizers on this event. It was in uh, downtown Knoxville at Crouch Park. And I always thought it was Crutch Park, by the way. For years, I thought it was Crutch Park. It's, not. I, it's Crouch Park, as I found out. But in any event, 
it was the Planned Parenthood. It was the Bands Off Our Bodies March and Rally. And when we got there, we got there pretty early um, just to make sure we had adequate parking because there was also the fucking the farmer's market was going on. I think it was the first time that it started, so it was already okay. kind of busy. Um, there was – we later on, this, this veteran group, they're called um, – Benevolent soldiers, or something like that, and or benevolent—I don't, no, irreverent soldiers—and they just they just walked by like there was like easily seventy-five of them with flags, like really short shorts, um, American flag shorts. They had a no step on snack flag. Oh, okay. So I mean, actually, the, their their program is to provide camaraderie for for veterans to prevent like suicide and things like that. So I, you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't hate them. They were they were just there, but there were a lot of people there, so we got there early. And by the time that the rally kicked off at 11 a.m., I would estimate close to a thousand people there. So it was oh, a good a turnout of really passive turnout. people. It was a great turnout of really passive people. And what I mean by that is after, and I, I hate to use this word um, because I know you, you know, a lot of people support their mission, but during the rally, once it started, when they're on the, uh, the speaker, their loudspeaker megaphone, it was just pandering. I think it was just it was just ultimately pandering because as soon as we took off on the march with a thousand people, Sam, it only took two or three police officers who were on the other side of Gay Street to just point and yell, you can't be on the street. And so everyone acquiesced tacitly and stayed on the sidewalk where they were told like good little people. Except one woman. To stay on. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. <laughs> To stay on the sidewalk. So they stayed on the sidewalk around the market square, like that whole block. A very long line because you can only fit so many people on a sidewalk. So it, we basically just wrapped around and then they kind of gave up, just came back around once once the, 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 the front group. Oh, what a nice little circle you did. You yeah. made so much change. Yeah. So they get to that. So immediately, like Al and I are just disheartened as shit. Um, because we see these massive people that could cause disruption, that could, you know, just at least, I don't know, do something other than just, you know, shake their fists and scream about their abortion rights. Try to plead to the morals of your opponent, which has no morals, yeah. Okay. yeah so, so the march ends, and they have this rally, and they're just facing Gay, they're facing gay Street um, at the edge of Crouch, Crouch Park. And there's still, a lot of people had bailed at this point, but there's still... Easily. They're like, I feel better about myself. Yeah, they, I did my part. Right, I'm going home. You're not wrong. So <laughs> Al and I, we're just only fucking, we're just disheartened at the lack of just like them failing to even take the streets, you know, just cause some disruption to show that this city's willing to fight back. And so we coordinate an effort. And so Al, myself, Stephanie, three or four others, we disperse ourselves amongst the crowd in the front. And we concocted this plan to try to get them into the street to, you know, fuck the cops, get in the street. We're going to show the city that we're the, the, that the, the the rights of women. We're not going to just let them take without a fight. At least at least do something to show that you know we're just we're here to make noise and wave our flags and then go home because that does nothing. And so we do that. We get up there and we start chanting um, whose streets, our streets. When we finally get we, once that catches on, we get everyone engaged, and then the six of us just walk out there and we encourage others to join us. I, I would say thirty, maybe thirty of the hundred plus. Not even, it, it, it was very few people. There was probably more than 100, but less than half of those joined the streets. And then four officers started walking towards us um, from the theater. And we see them coming, so we face away from them, still chanting, facing towards the rest of the protesters who were staying, like good little people, on the sidewalk. And then as soon as they approached, except for one old, elder, uh, one old lady and us, six or seven, the others just like a light in a room with cockroaches, they scrambled back to the sidewalk immediately. Weak. Our city is weak as fuck. We are but by And so but these police, they started, you know, we stood out there. They started pushing us, using their body weight to push us. And they ultimately did push this old lady. I'm not going to name her name. And she fell to the ground. Or she... I'm going to leave that story at that until her case is over. She was on the ground, and that's where she remained until they ultimately picked her up and dragged her off. And then the rest of us just kind of just stayed somewhat in the middle of the street. But those those four fucking asshole cops were just just standing there smugly. But the rest had retreated. We didn't have any backup. What are the six of us? What are the seven of us gonna do at this point? Yeah, they're strong they're, arming. They're showing. They're like, yeah, get out of the fucking streets. We oh, whose streets? The cops' streets. You're not wrong. Whose streets? The cops' if, streets. If if when the rally was at its strongest, when they first took to the streets, that was nearly a thousand strong. 
it would for even five cops could not have contained them. Like they could have just stood there and stood their ground and maybe showed that this city, this state, like hey, this is what's going on in Knoxville. You know these, they, but no, they these liberals don't have the fight. They do not have they the fight in them. They will be in chains, and we will be with them. Evil wins when good people do nothing, and that was a protest of good people doing nothing. I mean, and it pains me that Al's not here because Al was—I mean, Al was right there with us, and you know the the anger, of just the, the disheartening of when we got back from their little happy parade circle on the sidewalk that didn't do anything except maybe inconvenience a few people trying to dine. Oh. I I know that eighty percent of Knoxville are worthless pieces of shit that I would like to see die. Uh, the other twenty percent are weak, spineless liberals, and maybe like there's like two percent that are like actually decent people that know what the fuck's happening around. I mean, them. literally, we've spent the last two weeks talking about this because it has. I mean, it's major news. Listen, the, taking away bodily rights, the reproductive rights of a woman, basically, that's that's big. So we've been talking about that for the last two weeks. But for, Knoxville finally had a chance to maybe to show that they're willing to fight back, and they showed. This city, how easily it is to police them into tacitly accepting their rights being what, taken what away. What always gets me about that fucking shit, too, like, obviously the police here are complete pieces of shit. If you know someone in your family that's a police officer, can you go tell them they're a piece of shit to their face for me right now? Thanks. Thanks a lot. Uh, the thing is, the, who had to get in the street to block traffic to do that? That's what the cops did. To, to get... Other people out of the street, the cops blocked traffic. It is not about traffic. It is not about blocking the street. It's about control. It's about controlling these stupid, weak-ass fucking lemmings. And that's what you all are, and that's what you all did. Yeah, actually, one of the cops, smug little fucker, too. Like, in the most punchable face. Like, I actually... Exactly. I, I had a lot of fun... He has that job. I, had, I, I don't want to talk about my trolling, but I had a lot of fun trolling this guy, because uh, when we got to the other side, when they finally put the, the, the woman that, that they ultimately detained and put in an unmarked car... Which I think they ultimately held for twenty hours on a misdemeanor before uh, releasing her. But in any event, I was trolling him, talking, you know, asking if they make cups for micro penises and you know <laughs> things like that. Good on you. <laughs> but before that, when we were in the street, like they were standing on the double yellow line, just facing us, and you know we're kind of like uh, still in the street, but not as far as out as they are because you know these are trigger happy cops, and uh, there's only a few of us. The rest kind of retreated. In any event, so I start, I start slowly. Backing my way, facing away from them, facing the crowd, slowly backing up to stand on the yellow line, too. Because if they're going to do it, fucking I'm going to as well. And they get all pissed with me, yelling at me. I'm like, bitch, you're on the fucking yellow line. Like, like this is not about, like you said, this is not about traffic. This is about, let's show, this is a show, a, a show of force, uh, an intimidation tactic. And it fucking worked for all of us. The, so disheartening, Sam, to see just two cops veer off a thousand people who were that's I mean, that's when they're first strong like they were just starting this march and each one of those cops is openly fascist too like the knoxville cops around here i'm I'm not joking they really are openly fascist like you said that piece of shit right there he fucking hates women he probably goes home and beats his fucking wife i mean 40 like, percent that's the reported fucking face 40 percent of them do and that's just the reported number oh, of don't police post that on facebook they'll call a <laughs> We'll call a, a flag on you. Just Hold on, like we'll, me we'll talk about a... we'll, we'll talk about fascist police when we talk about the um, Buffalo shooter oh. um, in a little bit. If you saw how he was arrested, but in any event, no. What what this city did? What these liberals? These I, mean, I hate to say weak liberals, but that's kind of what they were because they're, they they know their rights are about to be taken away, and they did not. They chose not to fight. They're like, we want our rights. How are we going to get it through bureaucratic bureaucratic means? <laughs> that's how we're gonna do it. Like they're they're talking about voting. Like you're in Tennessee, your vote doesn't fucking matter if you're you know talking about. You that gotta shit. burn that bitch down, fucking old ladies. Jesus fuck. Nah, this we're we're lost. This this state, it's, this city's lost. They showed they, they showed me that we're lost. Uh, yeah, we're lost. We failed. We uh, the, the effort that you know when the the plan that we concocted to get these people, in the, we had the numbers. And nah. we failed. This is lost territory. We failed. This is piece of yeah. shit. Like it's, no- Knoxville's fucking garbage. I've it's, lost we lost. And they, not only that, but they not only that, but they also demonstrated. They demonstrated how easily they showed the police how easily that group is to police and to acqu- to acquiesce to their nah. their demands. Nothing's gonna wake those fucking women up. Like it's lost. Yeah, it's lost. I mean, I think everything's lost. I think the whole fucking country's lost. Like we we got some dark times ahead of us. Yeah, and unfortunately, um, the Supreme Court is, we already know that's gone. But they're now the people that obviously you know we don't elect all these judges that we don't like. They're 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 put in, especially the number that were put in by Trump. They're rolling back some of these regulations that protect 
elections, um, they ruled for Ted Cruz. I don't know if you saw that. They ruled that campaign donations, Sam, is protected under First Amendment free speech. So election integrity is gone. It could be, you know, we thought it could be paid for before. They opened it up even wider to have elections and candidates funded by corporations by removing limits because it's free speech. It's 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 garbage. It's complete garbage. And these are lifetime appointments. These the Supreme Court is lifetime appointments. Federal judge all federal judiciary appointments are lifetime appointments. We're fucked. Yeah, there's nothing you can do and all of your friends are pieces of shit who will even stand in the fucking streets with three fucking cops. You could have beat all those cops to death and gotten away with it. Jesus fuck. There were so many of them. There were so many of us and so few of them. But it's just like I I I don't see a positive pathway to a I don't see a pathway to, sorry to a positive future for this country. No. I don't. No, I don't I haven't seen it in a long time either. So last week we discussed the uh, ongoing formula shortage. You know that all these that are occurring in a bunch of, especially in red states, it's it's nationwide, but it's it's more burdensome in the red states, especially the ones that are trying to make it, you know, force birth in all the locations, and then you can't fucking feed your children because of, you know, uh, various things. NAFTA was an issue, and we know there was the the recall from one of the major formula shortages. So Wednesday of this week, yes, literally yesterday, Tennessee, the Tennessee um, Assembly got together to put an emergency bill to help with the ongoing national baby formula shortage. So despite 12 Republicans voting for the bill and every Democrat, it did pass. But our representative, our local representative, Tim Burchett. Yeah. So our local our local rep, Tim Burchett, and six or seven others voted against the bill, which would have allocated $28 million to the FDA to help this uh, the formula shortage. And one of them was to help vet for fraudulent um, fraudulent products, things like that would be harmful to children. And in a state that, again, is ready and primed as soon as Roe rate is overturned to force birth among all women, our local reps prove that they are not, in fact, pro-life yeah. because they're voting against life-saving bills and money to allocate to saving babies and yeah, the whole, the, mothers. The whole problem is silly to begin with because it's just capitalist, capitalism and greed, and then we have even more capitalism and greed and how we can't fix it. So I saw that. Uh, was reading about it this morning and saw that Tim Burchett had openly come out and said, I will not be giving money to that. And, like, he was, he's very against it. And he doesn't say why. He didn't say why he wasn't going to give money to it? He didn't say why. He just says he's against it. But it doesn't matter why he says because he has a loyal following of a bunch of simps. So you know what they said? They said that that bill, the money's going to pumping out that point. You know, they had the recall. They think that Tim is a hero and that the bill is going to pump out the poison recall birth control and that's how or not birth control the recall formula they're going to get that out and that tim is saving everyone by because he's not going to give them that money to to pump out that that recall formula so like you were saying that doesn't make sense at all but that's so that's how his supporters are defending it you have to understand like i said if you have a neighbor in tennessee that votes republican they're pieces of shit. They're, they're, are, they're your enemy. They're literally, these, they don't these care are about those you. those fucking people. Like, this is the fucking hoops they have to jump through to, to satisfy. The mental gymnastics they go through to, to, I guess, defend his position on literally saving lives, the, the money that needs to go to. Because the, 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 the largest manufacturer won't be back in production until next week, uh, which is one that was shut down due to the recall. And so that's that's one of the main reasons, along with uh, the you know NAFTA uh, that Trump put together, kind of fucked trade up with baby formula from Canada, I think. So that that aided to the problem. They so do not, they don't understand how things work. They don't. They, nor, they just nor know do they what care Fox to. tells them. No, nor do they care to. All you know, what, I, I I boil it down to: I really do think that they don't care about policies. All they all they really care about is owning the libs. Like they, that's why they cheer fucking DeSantis because DeSantis does nothing good for Florida. Like DeSantis literally just saddled, you know, several counties, and I'm not sure how he's going to allocate it. Several counties with the billion dollar debt that Disney has with their bond for you know by they stripping don't understand because they're anything that goes on around. They don't care, but as long as as long as you know. The, lib- the they're owning the liberals. It's the same as sports. They only care about their team. They don't even care if their team wins. They just care about their team. 
Like, go team, go. We don't really care what's going on. It's uh, it's it is like caring about sports. Like they don't care that the Vols lose every game, even though they are the largest percentage of where your money to university of school goes to. Yeah. It goes to the losing team. And oh wait, this is education. Yeah, it's pretty similar to sports. Funny how Republicans love sports so much, and that. Here in Knoxville, we're going to have a new sports ball stadium that's going to make one man very rich. But, you know, nobody cares because it's a sports ball. Yeah, they're gonna, they've actually started starting to start construction on the uh, sewer and water line for that over there. So that's going to be a shit show for, for us when we go to Barley's with that, especially with that hotel coming up right. So yeah, Old that's, City. Fucking, that's fucking stupid, too. Yeah. With Old, old City is being completely transformed with all this shit that doesn't belong and just messes with the actual architecture going to of existing destroy buildings. destroy everything that made this town cool. And like we've already said before, this city is half made up of, or over half, 80%. That's the percent that voted for Trump uh, is uh, pieces of shit. And then the other half are weak, weak liberals. I'm going to have to agree with the Republicans there. The liberals are fucking weak. They just lump us leftists in with there too because they don't understand the difference. You know, so, no, they think all leftists are Antifa. I mean, well, I guess it'd be kind of our like we're all we're all like anti-fascist. I am Antifa, so, yeah, and they're so, fascists. Yeah. So yes, I will. That's true. You're not, <laughs> I, they're not wrong. <laughs> so they're not wrong. So the, the big news this week happened on Saturday. Of course, of course, we're talking about the Buffalo shooter um, that drove to drove hours away to a grocery store to intentionally target black uh, black individuals at a grocery store. Shot 13, ended up killing 10. 11 of the 13 that were shot were black. So, And he released a 100-page manifesto. Did you ever get, did you, did you get a chance to look at that? I did not. Just heard about the highlights. So I'm not going to. I got into about 20 to 25 pages oh. of it. So they released all of it. Yeah, he released it. He released oh, it two days before, it. and he he made sure he actually put he he said where he was going, just not the so store. So how did he choose? He didn't. Did he choose? He knew where he was going. He knew he, he actually put that he was going to this place because it was predominantly black. Because but it was away from where he lived. Yeah, it was hours away. So, so why didn't he want to clean up what he saw as bad in his area? Like, well, he he. I'm sure that's in the manifesto somewhere, but he wanted to go to somewhere that was predominantly black. So he is one of those that believes in the. Great replacement theory that, you know, uh, people of color, um, any immigrants, that basically they're breeding at a higher rate than the whites in America. So they're replacing the whites in America. And that's a threat because they're not as smart and they're more violent, according to him. He yeah, openly they're, they're more violent than me who's going to shoot 10 people. Yeah, but the irony. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. So he drove. So in, in, in this manifesto, he says, like, where he's going, you know, as but he says... Um, but he omits the location. He says, please update this after this happens. My loyal fans. Yeah, basically. Because he was a frequenter of 4chan. He opened surprise! Yeah, surprise, surprise. He's a frequenter of 4chan. And we're pretty sure without naming Tucker Carlson, he kind of quotes indirectly. Yeah, he did quote. Tucker Carlson. Uh, because our, our future president, yes, I will fight you. Um, so yeah, he drove obviously with the intent. He had the N word painted or written on the edge, of the, the front of his barrel, intentionally targeting. And I, I didn't see the. I, I, I chose not to see the video. He live streamed it, just like you know. He referenced the the. Um, he mentioned the Christchurch shooter um, several times, you know, and kind of praised him because that was that was their goal too. There's been several incidences where these people go in and. To and kill a lot of people because they're afraid of this great replacement thing. So he he referenced him and so he live streamed it just as well. So yeah, he put the plan in there. He knew where he was going. He was he intentionally targeted a predominantly black. And I did see a small clip on TikTok that showed him apologizing to a white person that was cowering on the floor okay. and moved on. So he was obviously a hundred percent targeting. The, the black population there. So if anyone that was white got hit, it was probably collateral damage or someone that was, he thought was a threat. So yeah, it's, it's this bullshit that, you know, these people from, you know, 4chan, he's openly admitted radicalized him in his manifesto. He, he self-identified as a fascist, a bigot, a white supremacist, a Republican. He know what he, no, he claims, sir. He claims to not be, he says, it depends on what the issues are. He could this this this. Thing I'm a one issue voter, and my issue is racism. So he that yes, a Republican. So, but he he claims, sir, obviously that he's not. He claims to not be religious either, but that's probably not true. Uh, but this his this 180 page manifesto is filled with memes. Fucking obviously, it's memes. the race. Yeah, there's memes in there. There's 
all these infographics that he pulled randomly. Oh, so it's a he he has a PowerPoint presentation. It's basically a PowerPoint presentation, but I think unfortunately it was kind of well written. Like this is not a dumb person, and if I was here, I would better uh, than the Unabombers. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put the point that I would espouse is that these we've been claiming that you know these right wing fascists and idiots that they're idiots that they're stupid. This guy they prey upon idiots. Do what now? Some of them prey upon idiots. Oh, 100. percent But this guy isn't stupid. I mean, he was only 18 years old and obviously bought into this this radicalization of the. I don't know, but they're not stupid. But he is a loser. Oh, 100% a loser. I mean, a piece of shit. He was, he was called a coward in fucking court today during his uh, during his indictment when he was... Well, I'm set. sure that Kyle Rittenhouse is going to come down and get it, post his bail, and they're going to be best buds. Yeah, you're not fucking... Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, see, this is what's going to happen, is uh, this is going to keep happening until the state starts doing it, and then it's going to be the police doing it. What things. My fear is, though, that this, this manifesto that he left behind will convince... Some right wing extremists, some far right wing white you mean Republicans to do the same fucking thing. Unfortunately, he literally left not not just like an instruction booklet, but he basically condensed 4chan into the, all all of right wing, you know, the extremist white fucking supremacist 4chan into a book, a hundred eighty page book on how to be. A white supremacist fascist. How to be fascist. a fucking loser and kill people. The end. Basically what it was, and he was proud of the work he did. And did you see how the police, how how they interacted with him? Like, just gingerly touching his arm. Like, they were like... They're they, like, good job, high five. I mean, I, it kind of looked like that on video. I mean, they were... I'm surprised they didn't bring him a fucking cheeseburger, for fuck's sake. They probably sake. did once he was off camera. They're like, probably like, oh man, I've always wanted to do that. You're my hero. They probably got signs by him. They're like, look, I got my badge signed by the the racist dipshit incel killer. Sweet. But you know, this replacement theory is has been circulating among prominent Republicans. Of course, we mentioned Tucker Carlson, and Tucker Carlson, of He's course, been has been about doing it for, for a long, long time. time. Yeah, and then he just stopped all of a sudden. I wonder why. Just for a week or two. Oh, he'll, I wonder why. He'll, he'll, he'll pick that shit right back. Oh uh, yeah, when he's running he, for president, you're right. He's always been you know, espousing that. Democrats are trying to bring in as many immigrants to change the electorate. That's that's what his position was. And then we had the the person that was. Um, he was the Republican Senate Republican nominee for the Ohio uh, U.S. Senate in Ohio that was endorsed by Trump. J.D. Vance. He's been pushing it. Elise Stefanik, the chair of the party's House Conference, who she's like the third highest ranking Republican after they ousted um, Liz Cheney. So, like, these are like high ranking, prominent Republicans who are pushing this theory that white people are being bred out through interracial it, it marriage. Is, like and, I, I've been saying for a while, it is the Republican Party. Like, this is pretty standard Republican Party. You cannot be a Republican and, like, sit next to these fuckers. You cannot say that you're a good Republican and then still vote with people that vote like this and still say this shit. They all endorse each other. That's the thing about Republicans is they stand together no matter what stupid shit they say. And Democrats will not. They always do. There's no matter and no matter how shitty their candidate is or what their shitty candidate does, they always do. You're right. They do stick by them, with the exception of like Roy Moore Jr. in fucking Alabama that did like pedophile charges or I'm not sure what that was. They but, stick by plenty of their pedophiles. I mean, Matt just, Gates is still in the yeah. Well, just just him. Yeah, more more got fucked, but a lot of the other people that they have up there like Trump Trump has known pedophilia connections and they don't give a shit. Yeah, but so circling back this document I think will lead to more of these incidents. I think that I think it's going to happen one way or I, the other. Yeah, I yeah. I think the rise of white supremacy, fascism and violence towards people of color because they fear that they're being bred out that they're that they're being replaced that they're being replaced by people of color. And that that's an endanger that is a, that's endangering our society. They think he well, literally thought he well, literally thought that you, every you black would, person. You would love to know that uh, this isn't only an America thing. This same. Well, no, it was in New Zealand. The, the yeah. Christchurch thing was in New Zealand. Well, this this same rhetoric is everywhere. This is what caused Brexit. Those exact that that exact sentiment is what caused Brexit. That's what's happening, and it's not even just white people. This is what's happening in India right now. India is becoming far left. Or not far left. They're coming. I'm sorry. They're becoming far right, and it's the same kind of rhetoric. It's the same kind of rhetoric, except going the other way. 
Like, so, like, fascism is on the rise worldwide. Like, it's not just a white person. You're right. I either. would love to hear that, Sam. That's right. I, I love hearing that news. Well, you know, this is just the news, and we're here to bring it to the people. So one of the things that I was reading uh, recently was talking about how fascism of 100 years ago is now very different from today's fascism. So fascism of 100 years ago, it was, we're the fucking best, and we're going to go out and conquer and get more land and be the best everywhere. And now fascism is, we're the fucking best. Everyone who's not us, get the fuck out of here. We're going to do great without you. So fascism has turned around to being exclusive, exclusive. Like, we want to be the force here in America, in England, and like I said, literally India. All these other countries are having the same move, all, having the same movement at the same time. This is a worldwide problem. We are about to enter a dark chapter of humanity, not just America. And it, it's a, this new fascism where they want to exclude themselves from the outside world, and anyone that's different from the majority is out. Well, and then this guy's view, for the the Buffalo Shooter's view, he you know he he thought like, well, what if they were innocent? You know, would, would you feel bad if they were innocent? And, like and he said, no, they're not innocent because they're black and they're mm-hmm. on our land. He literally thinks that because they're they're black or they're immigrants or they're on our land that they are here illegally. This is literally the thought that he has, and people will pick up on that. The ideas that he espouses will spread, and the change you know it will be. It won't just be like they just want them out. They'll want them dead if they're not out. Or slaves. They don't necessarily want them all dead either. He's scared that they're going to replace them in society. That's another part of uh, why they're overturning Roe v. Wade is so that low-income minorities will be stuck with more kids, and those kids will just be the low-wage people to their jobs. That's that's where they want. Uh, I had I gotten into an argument with someone that doesn't understand that. They're like, well, if they hate black people so much, then why do they want black people to have more kids? I'm like, well, to keep them in poverty and so that their kids will basically be their servants. Like, they, that's, that's what they want. They don't want them to rise in society. Like, the racists didn't... They wanted slaves. They wanted them in their place. They don't want them you know, equal to them. They don't want to have to beat them for a job on something. They want them to be the janitors, the whatever, the jobs that they don't want to do. That's where they want to see them, and they don't want to see them rise from that. And another thing that the, the racists that, and fascists, for that matter, Republicans, let's say it that way, seem to overlook is that whenever they quote crime statistics in the black community, what they don't over, they just look at cause. They, they, they look at correlation and not causation. They don't look at how much we have basically segregated. Those communities, America is still by and large segregated. There are cities where like, Knoxville the black certainly is. Yeah, Knoxville, but several cities, there a lot of cities are by design where they build little, you know, highways through certain areas to, to literally dissect and segregate those areas and leave those areas underfunded with less access to the resources than the people on the other side. Well, one of the, some of the bullshit I've, I've heard is, uh, what about all the black on black crime? I'm like, what about all the white on white crime? Most people tend to kill the people that are around them. Yeah, for and real. when you have segregation, white people tend to kill white people and black people kill black people because yeah. that's who your neighbors are. Yeah, but that's who your partner they don't care, is. They don't care about that. They, they just want a talking point, a bullshit talking point because it sounds good in their head. And that's exactly what this guy did in this manifesto. He put all these little infographics showing... And he's going to go to jail and in jail there's tons of white supremacist groups. He's going to be a fucking hero. He's gonna. He might be in jail the rest of his life, but this is why I, I'm I'm two, of two minds about cor- corporal punishment because he's gonna be a fucking star, and he's gonna have. He could be in jail the rest of his life, but he could still be making the lives of black people fucking hell in fucking white supremacist yeah. gangs for the rest of his life. He will be a hero to them. Welcome, welcome. So he will be. Arms, yeah. He will be welcomed. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but uh, he's not going to be the only one. As I was reading this manifesto, I was like, this will... Like, people who were just on the edge, those people who were... Because 4chan is still a bastion of fucking rotten... The the most awful shit. Like, it's it's, it's awful. Because they can be. And someone who's on the cusp will get a hold of this, and they'll read it. And they'll read it again. And it'll just keep reinforcing that. And they're going to do the same thing. I mean, piece of shits have to blame how much of a failure they are on anything they can grab onto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Like he's he. This guy is a fucking incel piece of shit, and he has to find some reason 
Uh, like, you know, you have to be so fucking weak that the one thing that you need to cling on to is the color of your fucking skin and your fucking relatives. That, like, oh, he has no other aspect of his life that he can really lift him up. And that's all he has is something that he was born with, his fucking color. So, yeah, like I said, these people are fucking losers, but they're dangerous losers and they're not all stupid. No, they're not all stupid, uh, but it's... I fear for... The rest of this country, because it's, like you said, it's going to get worse. Like I've been saying, we're going to have some dark times. This is going to happen again and again and again until it's the government doing it. And we'll be there within my lifetime. So, I mean, it won't be long after my lifetime, because when that happens, I'm going to be die- I'm going to die in the Great Civil War, too. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm legit thinking, like, you know, we, we say, you know, there's going to be a civil war. We, you know, we're kind of half halfway joking but we're also halfway we're already not. in it like, yeah this is it this was a battle like this, like this is fucking it's already going on and the more that you allow your friends family co-workers to vote for the same party that this guy like is hearing from tucker carlson the if you let your fucking relatives listen to tucker carlson and this guy spewing the same rhetoric you're part of this fucking problem too get in the fucking streets i mean literally in the streets you liberal piece of shit yeah off the sidewalks but another thing the so the students because of all these bills in a lot of states that are like you can't touch critical you can't talk about critical race theory and how it's so vague these teachers can't even talk about it. And I read a story today where a teacher in Texas, by law, had to give both sides of the story. Where she's like, it's being investigated as a as a hate crime, as a racially or a racially motivated hate crime. But I also have to tell you that he was defending the what he thought was a great replacement theory to protect his people. Like she, she, she literally had to say that these teachers can't, and lot, most of the teachers, and, that, and that's their goal. They they want to make sure that the already bad education pushes these kids to become fascist Republicans. They're they're prepping for the future, this dark fucking future that I say is going to happen. Yeah, the, the other, and most of the teachers just say, "Well, I can't talk about it because they can't." There's they these laws in all these states, especially the red states, where all the fascists fucking tend to originate from. I, I heard from some fucking liberal. That they can't even talk about it. I heard from some liberal like, "Oh, I saw something, some good news this week. It says that 60% of Republican voters don't want they don't care about critical race theory and they they don't don't care about it and i'm like that that doesn't that number doesn't fucking matter because they still vote for people that do it doesn't matter what the republican base wants let me tell you because another. they step in line and they vote for people that do want it let me tell you a more uh, a more Same dangerous true. let me tell you a more dangerous stat in that i read today in that a third of americans believe that they are being replaced by immigration and people of color. They, a third of Americans, by a poll, by MarketWatch, uh, which, by the way, fun fact, is owned by News Corp, which also owns uh, Fox News. Yeah, but surprise. They put up. They put this like a third of Americans believe and buy but, into but like this I said, replacement that, thing. That, I, that idea is not like that. Is why Brexit happened. And yeah, that, that was over a third. Yeah, because Brexit did happen. Yes, it did. So, like, like in like if you if you're not familiar with what's happening in India either, like the same thing's happening there. And they're attacking the religious minority as long as, as well as like ethnic minority. But you know they're ethnic minority over there too. I'm not talking about white people. I'm talking about slightly browner people. You know that's how fucked up India is. Like this shit is happening on a worldwide scale. A descent into fascism and exclusion. It's more of an exclusion of us only. Everyone that looks slightly different get the fuck out. This is happening worldwide. That's just the future coming. It's, I, and I can't believe how quickly the, this the, this this brand, especially of fascism, has risen. It it really has. Kind Is of, it slightly better than them conquering their neighbors and going to war? Because that's what I mean. That's what Russia's doing right now. But they're losing so that's, hard. That's at it. that's a whole other issue. I'm not sure. I've been have you, have you been following up with that? I know we, yeah. have, we we haven't talked we haven't talked about it since we. Like several episodes ago, because well, we didn't want been, it to be. It's been ongoing. It's, it's been, been it's ongoing, been ongoing but you know, I, I I would have not if if you would have if on that day we recorded that episode, you would have asked me in a month and a half, two months from now, would Russia prevail? I would have said yes. Their numbers vastly over overwhelm, but they're making some logistical fucking mistakes. They're losing battalions. They're losing commanders. 
I'm here for it. You know, they're, they're all these mistakes they're making. I literally saw not to get too much into the war because you know it's still ongoing. Obviously, we just sent forty billion dollars in aid. Yeah, which that, was held up last week. It was supposed to go in last week. Rand Paul, just one guy, the, held Rand it Paul, up. Who literally we know has connections to Russia. Those have been proven. And he's one of the ones that he, no, he, he was the only no he he, okay. he alone. I'm, I'm glad that it was he only alone him. held up. So we just sent forty billion aid to them. But I watched this thing on on uh, Reddit where a tank was already disabled by a landmine, a Russian tank. Uh, probably the, the people inside are already dead. And then another tank was like, I guess we can probably if we go faster, we'll make it through. They rammed into and it. No, they just blew, they they tried to go through the same minefield oh. by trying to go faster. Doesn't really work out that way, and it was just kind of glorious to watch. So, no, the Putin's making terrible mistakes. I think he's going to ultimately have to withdraw. Remember but they, now he's threatening. You know, he's kind of teeters huddered on threatening, you know, nuclear war on those who he thinks are assisting Ukraine because as an act of war. So, it's I wouldn't put it past him still at this point to well, to engage. Uh, I've I've still seen the the la- the leftist rhetoric that verges on um, tankyism, uh, saying. Uh, Ukraine is full of Nazis and that we shouldn't be going to war and all this. Like I've been saying, like, Putin's not going to stop there. His whole plan is to get more. He he is, like like I said, good thing that fascism these days is directed inward. Right. This is the fascism episode, essentially. Yeah, so. well, it's all fascism all the time. Welcome to the world, not just America. Yeah. But I never expected this guy to just openly admit he's that he's getting, a fascist. He's getting older, though. I think he's just like, this is my time. I'm, I want to be a hero, and now he's going to make himself look like a weak idiot. He's definitely doing a fine job of doing so. Yeah, he's not doing too well, but they're killing all their oligarchs. <laughs> if you've seen more of that. I, I have they, not seen that they're killing their oligarchs. They've assassinated more of their billionaires, Russia has. It's because they're probably they're, because because when all Russian oligarchs lose you know, threat to lose their money that they're gonna go after Putin because that's you know the one the only thing they care about is their money. Russian oligarchs are the equivalent of the mafia. Just I mean the like the only difference between a uh, a criminal and a mob boss in the government is a very thin line. It is just pretty mu- you're pretty much the same. Uh, <laughs> criminals just become the law so that they can do what they were already doing. That's why we say a cap here because cops are the other side of the coin. The drug war and the cops are the same fucking thing. The cops are just as responsible for all the havoc that is created through the drug war. So, I mean, obviously, this is basically centered on fascism, this whole, basically, this whole conversation. May, may, almost this whole show since it began. Yeah, I, I said this is going to be against. all of our shows. <laughs> this is just the world now. But again, but when it comes to the, the Buffalo Show, like to openly, you know, to get to a position where people are comfortable and empowered enough in claiming that that is a rite of passage to be like, I, yes, I am a fascist. Yes, I am a white supremacist. He's going to be really popular yeah. in a good way. But, but I mean, if, if you know, by saying those words out loud, I you know, the the right are more heavily armed than, the, than those who are willing. Because already we already told we've you, already seen that the liberals won't. They do won't shit. fight. They yeah, won't already, even step into the won't. fucking so road. So we're we're woefully uh, we're woefully outgunned in in the event that fascism does t- does rise well, up soon. It's going to be in our lifetime. This I think is, it will be. This isn't not going to happen. What do you think? Hold on. Okay. I, I do. I do not have a retirement plan because uh, that's pretty silly to think me, that I'm going to get there. You're not. You're, you're not wrong. The um. So before we wrap up, what do you think happens first? Climate change ends with, uh, you know, drought and wars over causes food. Causes more immigrants. Causes more, causes more, which causes or, more disease. Or We've in the U.S. Or, or, is, or do you think it just coincides? Like all of it just I think it's all of it just going to happen at once. Yeah. Yeah. We've already seen how poorly we handle each of them separately, and then it's all going to happen at worst. But yeah, we can't handle, we obviously showed that we can't handle pestilence here in this country. Yeah, we're so. going to get COVID number two come eventually, and then it's going to happen at the same time that we're having, like, horrible droughts and stuff due to climate change, and then, the, like, that's what fascists take a, take, take, they take power when, like, people are desperate, and that's what's going to happen. So, uh, yeah, uh, my advice to everybody, uh, have fun while you can, because, 
Uh, this is going to be the coolest summer for the rest of your life. <laughs> Not wrong. Well, on that note, that's going to wrap us up for episode 65 of Apostates on the Fringe. Thank you guys again for joining us this week. As always, you can check out the show notes or to contact the show at apostatepod.com. You can also check us out on social media. We do still have our Patreon over at uh, patreon.com slash apostatepod. You can help out, contribute to the show, help us grow the show, get more equipment to upgrade the show. Maybe we could have had Al on from afar if we had our equipment upgraded, but that's okay. So thanks again for joining us this week, and we will see you all next week. I'm going to go with a big fuck spineless liberals. I got to go, go with you there. They fucking let me down, Sam. Opinions of the hosts of Apostates on the Fringe do not represent the views and opinions of the Atheist Society of Knoxville. For links to all our musical contributors, go to apostatepod.com and check the About Us page. A big thank you to Michael Scott Arden, who allows the show to use his full catalog.